are so glad that you have decided to join us today for the Bridge for Peace Healing to the Nations podcast with Annette Eckhart. On this weekly podcast, which comes out every Wednesday, Annette interviews a member of the Bridge for Peace family. If you would like to learn more about our ministry or help us by becoming a financial partner, visit our website at bridgeforpeace.org. We hope you enjoy the interview and that you are inspired to walk closer to Jesus. Here's Annette. Welcome to Bridge for Peace program. I'm Annette Eckhart, coming to you from our New York studio, bringing healing to the nations through the power of the blood of Jesus Christ. I'm so grateful that you were blessed by my husband Ed's story, as he shared with you last week. I thank God for him and for his perseverance. I thank God for the scripture that he shared with us that has guided his life. And it's been amazing to watch it unfold. And I hope that you're encouraged today as you listen to him share some more about his story. Just be encouraged as you hear the perseverance, the endurance, the holding on, the trusting, trusting of Jesus in God's way without knowing what was coming. It's always easy when you're um, already serving the Lord right now, Ed, as you're serving the Lord now. That's right. Um, with bases across the world and seeing miracles all the time to forget all that God had to bring us through to train us to be ready to bring healing to the nations in his name. So I know when we looked at World Mission Crafts, as we shared last time, how the Lord led you to begin World Mission Crafts, which was for the empowerment and the dignity of people involved in handcrafts in the developing world. I remember thinking to myself, oh, it's about economic healing. And the Lord said, it's about miracles. So I know you brought us up to the establishment of Mission Crafts. You talked with us about that trip to Belize. And now, um, if you would just talk to the listeners today that have been really touched by your story, if we just pick it up, you've already established World Mission Crafts, you're already going around to different churches telling the story of artisans in need, and also having visited the place of Jippy Joppy Baskets and that connection God made. So I know from now, this point on, there were many different nations that God called us to. So would you share your story, our story, Han? Um, Certainly. Picking up after our visit to Belize. Certainly. Uh, I like to share the scripture again, Isaiah 58.6. Is this not the kind of fast I have chosen to loose the chains of injustice and untie the cords of the yoke, to set the oppressed free and to break every yoke? As I said, this scripture has guided me for the past 32 years. We went to Pakistan, and uh, Pakistan asked for help. Years ago, a gentleman in India received Jesus Christ. He was thrown out of India and landed in Pakistan. He brought the skill of Nottingham Persian rugs with him. His son became a pastor and raised up the Christians by teaching them how to make rugs. 
The pastor's son came to America and we connected. He invited us to Pakistan to help create videos, to market the rugs, to encourage the Christians, and to meet his father, the pastor. Pastor Chaman had been jailed for his faith and sentenced to death by hanging. However, because of the good he did for all the people, both Christians and Muslims, the people advocated for him and he was released. We traveled to Pakistan to offer our services in the name of Jesus and preach the gospel as God opened doors. God says, break every yoke. Oppression was heavy in the nation and we went with God's word in our minds to set the oppressed free. We had a long, fruitful relationship with the people in the Christian Rug Project. We were so proud when a Christian in Pakistan was able to obtain his master's degree due to the economic help from the Rug Project. He was the first Christian to attain that level of education in his village. World Mission Crafts helped build a Christian school in Kenya. By participating in the program called An Egg for a Brick, for every sculpted stone egg that was sold by World Mission Crafts, a brick could be purchased in Africa. Ultimately, we visited Kisi, Kenya, the location of the stone quarry. Men hacked the stone with primitive tools, carved with amazing accuracy, and women polished the finished product and sometimes decorated them with organic stains. Youth with a Mission was our host in Africa. We worshipped the Lord across the nation. While in Mabasa, Wyomers set up a stage on 55-gallon oil cans with boards across them. Our worship team praised the Lord. A Muslim woman came out of her house. She had been very sick, but when she heard Jesus Christ being worshipped, she was healed. She came to the meeting to testify and give her heart to Jesus. The head of YWAM Africa became a close friend and an advisor to our ministry. Ming, a Chinese Christian, visited America seeking a market for his Christian coffee project. He gave three acres of land, a couple of chickens, and a pig to the very poor people in China who lived on the border of Laos and Vietnam and taught them how to grow coffee. Ming had grown up in this area. When he was five years old, he was a pig herder. In communist China, the schools had been closed. However, God had a plan for Ming, who miraculously became a student and was sponsored by China to study coffee agriculture in a German university. In Germany, he found the Bible on the library shelf and became a Christian. His heart was moved by the plight of his people. He taught them coffee farming and ended up on Long Island searching for a market. Local pastors knew of my work in World Mission Crafts and directed Ming 
my way. I helped him market his coffee for the people. When Mink came to visit in our home, he saw our National Geographic map of China on our coffee table. God had told us once before that we would go to China, and we were preparing by praying over the map. Mink saw his village on the map and was very moved. Immediately, he invited us to China. We visited many cities in China and had incredible God experiences with the people, particularly with a young man named David. He told us he was a Christian, but did not know the Holy Spirit. He only had pieces of the Bible. We had the privilege of baptizing him in the Holy Spirit and providing him with an entire Chinese Bible. God had called us in 1988 to build a healing center. This was after Annette was miraculously healed from crippling arthritis and again from seizure activity and other disabling conditions after a serious car accident. World Mission Crafts acted as a catalyst to bring us to the nations, while also preaching the gospel, praying for those in need, and demonstrating God's love through charitable works. Gradually, our call to demonstrate God's healing power was increasing, and World Mission Crafts was decreasing. In 2004, I met a woman who headed a Christian group who was serious about breaking chains of injustice. They had an orphanage in Tanzania and wanted to become involved in Christian cooperatives as a way of furthering the gospel and supporting their orphanage. I did everything I could to help them. I totally stocked their store, gave them my contacts, and helped launch the work. By 2006, World Mission Crafts faded into the background as she and her group picked up the baton. My current ministry, Bridge for Peace, became my life's work. Through the years, miraculous healings had been the background hum through all of our World Mission Crafts activities. Our first doctor-verified miracle occurred in 1991 in Israel. We were traveling on a bus with other pilgrims where we met a family from the Midwest. The husband and adult son helped the lady to hobble onto the bus, keeping the weight off of her foot, wrapped up in many bandages. She told us that she was diabetic and had developed a severe, painful, and dangerous infection in her toe. There were several doctors on the trip, and they advised her to go home immediately, as the infection could easily enter the bone. I don't want to go home, she told us, with tears in her eyes. This was a trip of a lifetime for this beautiful family. We could see the weight of concern on the faces of her husband and her son. Could we pray for your foot, I asked. She was delighted. Annette and I prayed in the name of Jesus. 
She felt the power of God go through her foot and was very grateful. The next morning, we were sitting at the breakfast table when her husband rushed up to us. She's healed. Her foot is healed. The infection is gone. Following him came his wife, without a bandage, without assistance, giving glory to God. The doctors cleared her for continuing the trip as they verified that the foot was totally healed. Phase three of Annette's dream, the spinning globe in ethereal colors, was coming to pass. Bridge for Peace expanded into a medical mission team. Bridge for Peace now has bases in Africa, Australia, Europe, South America, and America. We have helped build a church in Zambia and Uganda. We have a home for 47 orphan children called Bridge for Peace Children's Village in Uganda. We have a school for 250 children in Uganda, which is bursting out this year as we accommodate children in our educational annex. We have a weekly radio program in five African countries. Our Bible study course, Foundation for Healing, has been translated into Portuguese and the Ugandan and Zambian local languages. It is used as a Bible study in a Bible school in Zambia, as well as in the villages. Up to two years ago, we were in the field six months out of the year. Now we have our course online. We conduct conferences and meetings across the world on Zoom. We also have a weekly prayer suites where the sick are healed as they Zoom in from around the world. These online prayer rooms are staffed by Bridge for Peacers from America and Australia. I'll just mention here some of the miracles that we've seen God perform. Healing of blind eyes in all ages. Healing of partial and total deafness. Whether born without bones or their auditory nerve cut during brain surgery or deafness from mechanical noise or deafness from degenerative disease or deafness without diagnosis, we have seen them healed. My latest testimony on healing from hearing disorders is from a doctor here on Long Island, New York, whose hearing was deteriorating and whose doctor told him he would go deaf. That doctor is now hearing. Paralysis and stroke healings worldwide including the return of speech and total restoration of mobility. Cancer healings. Last week, three people were scheduled for surgery due to cancer. All reported the surgeons found no cancer when they were operated. Arthritis, dermatitis, torn muscles, Crohn's disease, frozen shoulders, goiters, hernias, acid reflux, children speaking who never had spoken before, knee surgeries canceled, migraine headaches, dental problems, all healed, plus 
relationships restored, apartments found, jobs supplied, and financial crisis averted. Jesus Christ is our bridge for peace. We bring healing to the nations through the power of the blood of Jesus Christ. Loose the chains of injustice. Set the oppressed free. Break every yoke. Thank you, Han, for sharing with the listening audience some of your experiences with Jesus Christ. I know that there's many, many more things that you could share. But essentially, my hope is that you have been encouraged by listening to how God brought Ed so far without really having, if we want to say, from a worldly perspective, qualifications. As you heard, he was a quality control manager, but called by the Lord to the healing of the nations. Part of his work, as we listened, was world mission crafts, which God called him to, first of all, which gave us a great understanding of the many cultures in the world as God sent us to many places to relieve the poverty through dignity, through work, and telling the stories of Christians in other nations as part of World Mission Crafts gave us also a deep appreciation for what people were struggling with in the world. So perhaps you have heard a call from God on your life and you're like, when is this going to happen, Lord? Don't lose hope. Don't lose faith. Take courage from the stories that my husband Ed shared with you in the doors that God opened, miraculous doors as he shared with us to Belize, to Pakistan, to Israel, to Africa, just totally the Lord and the miracles that happened when we arrived in those places, what we saw with our own eyes. God wants to do the same for you. So I pray that with the power of the blood of Jesus Christ, you will allow him to use you to loose the chains of injustice, to set the oppressed free. And I thank God for you and for his call on your life. Bring healing to the nations through the power of the blood of Jesus Christ. We hope you have enjoyed this inspiring episode of the Bridge for Peace Healing to the Nations podcast with Annette Eckhart. If you would like to learn more about the ministries of Bridge for Peace or help us continue publishing these podcasts by becoming a financial partner, please go to our website, bridgeforpeace.org. If you desire to learn more about praying for healing and understanding all that the grace of God provides for you through the shed blood and resurrection of Jesus Christ, check out our Foundation eCourses on our website. Also, if you have any questions, need prayer, or have a story to share, email us at info at bridgeforpeace.org. Please join us every Wednesday for more inspiring interviews with Annette. This is Scott Silverberg for Bridge for Peace founders Ed and Annette Eckert wishing you a blessed day and hoping that you would allow Jesus to become your bridge for peace.